So what he do Skipoli? Welcome again to another episode of Latin and Layman's. Um, been doing a lot of thinking, and I'm wondering if I'm going to start and veer off and do another podcast where I'm going to have Latin and Layman's where um, I go over Latin grammar, and then another podcast where I go over medical terminology and all of that kind of stuff, because you guys know me and how much I love all of that. Uh med stuff in Greek and Latin, and then um, another one being the, the etymologizing. So the Latin and layman's etymologizing, Latin and layman's medical terminology, Latin and layman's Latin grammar. Thinking about that, not sure, tossing the idea on how I would do that and which, uh, you know, uh, podcasting platforms I would use in order to disseminate my information. So if you guys think that's a good idea in order, if you're like interested in learning one thing versus another thing versus another thing, it can be a little bit more streamlined. So you can just go from, uh, you know, one podcast to the other and not have to sift through all of the episodes that I've already done on my uh, current podcast. I mean, I'm not going to delete any of them or anything like that, but I'll definitely start to um, be more deliberate in my categorization. So if that's something that interests you, then I'm super down to do that because your boy is, uh, he's not diagnosed OCD, but man, have I been reading a lot about OCD and how much I, as a person, rely uh, obsessively on structure and routine and doing things in a certain way and or seeing things in a certain way because then I'm able that gives me uh, easier access of better retrieval for later on. So if that sounds interesting, if that sounds easier for you, if that sounds like, hey, you know what, Liam, I don't really like the medical terminology stuff, but I really like all the etymologizing. So I'd rather just listen to that kind of stuff. Or, you know, on the other hand, maybe you're trying to learn Latin and maybe by some beautiful work of uh, the stars aligning, I'm actually helping you out. Um, you know, maybe you're just interested in the grammar alone. So, because I have so much information in this head of mine that I would just love to share with you guys because it's all really originated from my passion and understanding of Latin, of which I will say and always say time after time again, it has amplified my understanding of everything that is around me. Um, and I think that, at, you know, at the end of the day, yes, it's so, so, so important to hone in on that one thing that you love, that you're passionate about, and uh, that you, you know, you you throw all of your effort to eating, eating out of, and then fort coming from fortis meaning strength. I always love breaking that word down because Effort just means giving it out of strength because effort takes some strength a lot of the time when you give your effort. But um, I lost my train of thought saying that. So um, whatever. But uh, yeah, through uh, effort. What was I? Well, you know what? Whatever. So that's the plan. That's what I'm thinking of. If you guys are interested, for instance, this episode that I would do now would go under the etymologizing because what I'm going to do is, again, I'm going to take either a Greek or a Latin a root word, prefix, something like that. And then I'm going to go into all of the English derivations from where we get that word and then kind of 
showing you the understanding of why we chose to make that word as such way back when, when we decided to make language, because language just doesn't happen. We actually created it in some way, shape, or form, right? That's the objectivity of language. But, um, oh, and that's what I was going to say, putting your effort into the passion that you love. That's what I'm doing here. But what I've realized is that the passion that I have for this language also has just basically illuminated the passion that I have for the world around me because it's just such a beautiful place. And, you know, I've, you know, I've gone through my fair share of trials and tribulations to, to, to say, you know what? Yes, life is very, very, very hard. And my students know it. My brother, sister, my parents, we all know life, life is hard, but you know, at the end of the day, why are we here? Because it is also so good. And it's so good to share it with the people that you love. And being able to do it in a very cognitively enhanced way um, makes you just more perceptive. You're not looking down at the ground. You're looking up in the sky. You're looking around. You're asking yourself, what's that over there? What is this? Oh, I know that. Simple things, you know? Um, so don't hunch over. Stretch your wingspan out. And, uh, and, sh and, uh, yeah. All right. Why am I doing these pep talks at the very beginning? I'm not sure. But without further ado, let's get into our first word here, which means, which is rather para. Para is a root word in Greek. Para means belong, along with, or beside. This I actually went over on a TikTok yesterday that I did. It was the first TikTok I've done in probably like maybe a month. It's been a while. Sorry, just trying to hydrate, y'all. Don't don't at me. Um, but I'm going to go over it here as well because I have some more words that I would like to actually branch off of the words that I uh, went over on TikTok. If you guys have not already gone and checked me out, go ahead at Mr. Connerly. I do have some students that have made uh, accounts using a picture of mine. Uh, those are not mine. You will know when you find mine. I promise you, it's not going to be the left ear of Mr. Connerly, not the right nostril, nor the son of Mr. Connerly, all of which I, it uh, really warms my heart that my students do that kind of stuff, though, because they're not being malicious or anything like that. They're just being silly. But without further ado, you'll find mine when you find it, because it's me. I'm crossing my eyes. I've got long hair, of which I'm regrowing right now. And uh, yeah, so join that rhetoric revolution uh, as we get into our first word, parable. Parable, para meaning beside, and Balin, uh, or that bull refers to Balin, which means to throw in Greek. This is where we get anabolic. Remember when we talked about anabolic, ana, that prefix, that Greek pre prefix, it means upwards and upwards of, right? Because anatomy just means the cutting up of. Uh, and in this case, the body. So if you're throwing upwards of, well, in this case, you're not throwing anything upward in a parable. What's being thrown? Well, essentially, you have parabeside and balin, which is to throw. It's really essentially meaning uh, to throw a story in for comparison while also teaching a moral lesson. Uh, or implication of some sort. So that's what a parable means. It means that that moral implication was thrown 
um, alongside with the story itself in order to uh, indicate something much more. That's what a lot of mythology is. That's what a lot of the Bible is or from Aesop's tables, Aesop's fables. I apologize because a fable is also the same thing. Usually a lot of the time uh, animals make more of the um, characters when uh, fables uh, come to be. Regardless, next one we got is parachute, para meaning beside or along with, shoot coming from cadere actually, which means to fall in Latin, cado, cadere, shoot, therefore would mean that, well, a parachute goes along with you as you fall and slows you down, essentially, it doesn't, you know, it's falling along with you, but, um, you know, it's not allowing you to fall or, you know, die at least, you know, that's a good thing. Next one we got, parentheses, parent or para, because it can also be uh, derivated to per n. Or, on the other hand, you can also look at it as para, and that that en actually is another prefix. En can also be em. Em means within, m. What do we have that's within? Well, how about empathy, for instance? M meaning within, um, and pathos refers to suffering and or feeling. So in this case, when you're empathetic, you are feeling within somebody's feelings, okay, versus sympathy. Remember when I went over this kind of stuff. Remember, I do also reiterate a lot of things and re uh, repeat them a lot because repetition is key, guys. It really is. You know it. I know it. It's what's going to help you at the end of the day and grain it faster and more um solidly in your brain. So pair means along with, that en means within, and then thesis means to place. All right, so a parenthesis literally means a place or a statement placed beside or within the main sentence, essentially. So there you go. That's what a parenthesis means. It uh, actually has a lot of Greek derivations to it. That, that's why thesis actually just means a place, because when you create a thesis, you're creating and you're putting place an idea to then be tested and then retested. Because like I said, over and over again, the beauty of science is that it continu continually seeks to prove itself wrong. And that's just the most humble thing that I love. Because at the end of the day, everything that we know now, we didn't know 50 years from now, everything that we know now, we're, we're going to more scratch on the surface from what we know 50 years from now. So keep that open mind and be okay with accepting that you, some of the things that you know now are wrong and change your opinion because uh, that's what it's all about. Don't get set in your ways. Don't get set in your ways. Be a dynamic. Be plastic. Have that neuroplasticity like you do as a kid, except for carry it on into your life and understand that your your brain can be neurally plastic. Um, and that's a gift that's given to you at early ages of your life. But you kind of tend to lose that as you age and you get set in your ways and this and that. And you don't want to learn new things, but you can still learn new things even when you think it's too late. So I'll just go ahead and leave it there. Paragraph. Para meaning along or beside. Graph refers to right. So what is a paragraph? An editing mark beside a page of print to show a needed indentation. That's what a paragraph uh, little 
paragraph symbol means. Paragraph also, along with graph, means write. A paragraph is beside or along with writing because I guess essentially a paragraph is just one of multiple paragraphs that comprise and make up um, a, an essay or a story or whatever. We have also parallel, para meaning beside or along with, and then lel comes from allos, which means other in Greek. Allos here, well, you know what? What does parallel look like or sound like to you? Alongside the other. What's a parallel line? Two si uh, lines going down. Look at the word parallel. Those two L's together, side by side, are parallel to one another. So essentially, it's just lying alongside of one another's lines, but not touching, right? You have parallel versus perpendicular. Perpendicular means that, uh, you know, that's what creates the line. Not sure what perpendicular means etymologically, but I'll get back to you on that one because that one's a good one. I love um, para because it's, there are so many other words also because um, there there is the word uh, French word para, which comes from the Latin word parare, which means to protect or defend. Alrighty, you parare a thesis, you defend or protect a thesis. It's also used in the defending sense in a parachute, for instance since the silk umbrella protects you from falling too fast, right? I think it's silk and or polyester and or nylon and or whatever material they make parachutes with. Also, uh, how about a parasol? Parasol protects you from the sun as well. Sol solis in Latin means sun. So beside the sun is essentially what a parasol means. P-A-R-A-S-O-L. If you didn't know what a parasol is, it's something that protects you from the sun. Very interesting, right? Uh, it's basically a sun umbrella. That's what they um, what a parasol is. Um, we also get um, paramedic beside the medic. This is somebody that works beside a doctor as an aide, essentially, and then we have a paralegal who works beside a lawyer as an aide. So. Para can also refer to basically like the sidekick of the um, protagonist or something like that. So there you go with all of those. Um, and I don't have any others for you, but I hope you learned something new from Para. Let's get into our next word, though, without further ado. Alrighty, next one we got here is where you have inter. Inter is the Latin equivalent of what we just went over in... Um, well, it's kind of uh, the, the equivalent. Para in Greek meaning along or beside. Inter means between, among, or amid. So not entirely the same, but very similar at least. This is where we get international. Inter meaning between, among, or amid. And national comes from natio, which means nation, race, and or kindred. So international just re refers to being between and or among nations. Uh, that's interesting. Love that. Uh, had an international flight. Flights right now, if you guys don't know, it's 2022. Fly, flights have been the most Russian roulette kind of thing right now. It's uh, it's a madhouse right now. I'm glad I got my traveling done at the beginning half summer rather than now where um, S-H-I-T is hitting the fan. 
Next one we have here is interject. Inter meaning between or among or amid. Ject comes from yakeo, yactum in Latin. Uh, it's spelled J-A-C-I-O, but remember how I always go into the fact that J's were not pronounced as such um, in Latin. You remember how we have uh, V's that are pronounced as W's, like via. Actually, it looks like via, but it means way and or street. Via. Well, in this case, Yakeo, like Julius, it wouldn't be Julius. It would actually be Julius Caesar, Caesar, actually. But without, um, you know, going into that anymore, because I'm not really trying to get into the pronunciation dealio, we got interject, interyakeo, excuse me, which means to throw between. And an interjection is kind of like an interruption. It's like, it's like trying to get somebody's attention by being like, yo, look, or it's a bird, it's playing, it's Superman, or I don't know. Interaction, however, is a different one where we get inter, meaning between, among, amid. Action comes from ago, octum, octum being the fourth principal part. The reason why I go for the first principal part and then the fourth principal part of a Latin verb is because typically in these etymologizing and derivations, and cognates, we find that the fourth principal part is what makes its presence in our English language more so than the first principal part. Interaction just means a discussion or action between or among people. Interaction, an act performed uh, between people. And that's what an interaction is. When I interact with you, I'm acting with you. It's back and forth kind of thing. It's kind of like a dialogue. Intervene, inter meaning between, among, amid. Veen, V-E-N-E, actually comes from the Latin veneo, ventum, which means to come. If you guys remember, Caesar's, and I'll call him Caesar, even though it's it's supposed to be Caesar. Caesar's very famous quote, veni vili wiki, and or veni vili vici, or veni vili vici, if you, any of you have heard it like that. I'm trying to give as many pronunciations as uh, I can so that you guys can be familiar with it. When he wiki was when he came, he saw, he conquered. So when a wenio wentum means to come. So when you intervene, you come between. Intergalactic, however, inter meaning in between or between among amid. Galactic actually comes from the Greek galactos, which means milk. This is why we call the galaxy the Milky Way. It's because when you look up there, it's all kind of milky looking a little bit. And also, that's why we refer to the sugar within milk as um, galactose. And then we have, um, yeah, never mind. But intergalactic just means between the stars in the Milky Way, essentially, right? Between the Milky Way. Or the milk, essentially. Intergalactic between the milk. But, you know, that's kind of funny. If you didn't know, now you know. Interlude. Between, among, amid. Lude comes from ludus, which means play. This can refer to either play as in playing around. Um, ludus also refer to school for some reason in Latin. Don't know why. We're not going to refer to it as that. We're just going to think of it as play. But school is play if you think about it in a very open-minded way. Uh, but school nowadays is not so much because of the institution that we uh, have been uh, conducting for so long that we need to change. Light entertainment. 
in the midst of serious activities, aka a break. That's what an interlude is. Now you know. So, um, inter, in fact, is a very well integrated word within the the English dictionary. And if you look it up in the dictionary, you're going to find so many words that incorporate. Um, There are related words like intra, but that means within or inside. That's why... um, uh, well, I want I want to uh, intro uh, intramural sports. How about that within the walls? Because mural refers to muris in Latin, which means wall. So intramural sports actually just means within the walls. Sports meaning, uh, you know, a club essentially. That's what intramurals were of a of a school or of a class or a club or a team or whatever. This is also where we get introduce intro. Um, a derivation of inter, uh, duco to carry, which means to lead. So when you introduce, you lead into someone, um, which happens when you lead or bring a new person into a discussion and or a new topic of some sort. Also where we get introspection, looking into specto, spectare means to watch like a spectator. Um, and then we have things like interscholastic school competitions, uh, meaning that those are the games between schools, uh, Whereas the opposite would be the intramural sports, the the school or the games within school walls. So there's that. I hope you now know. You have inter, you have intra, and you have intro. Intra within, intro to go into or to into, enter like an intro. So Latin is very present and very prevalent among uh, the dictionary and her language. I love to prove it to you guys, and I love to show it to you, and I love to tell it to you. So if you learned something new and uh, and all that good stuff, then I would very much appreciate uh, some love because I'm starting to see a little bit more action. Shout out to the person again because on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, well, on Apple Podcasts, I saw my ratings go from seven to eight ratings. So that is amazing. Whoever th- thought to... Just, you know, take a little time in doing that. Appreciate you immensely. I know it's kind of a, it's kind of like, it's not a, a streamlined way of leaving a rating on Apple Podcasts, but you just, thank you for doing it. As well as Spotify, you can do that there. And then I'm also going to be tossing around and juggling this idea of splitting up my podcast in different categories. So um, thank you all for the support and staying, staying with me and for your inquisitive nature in wanting to know more and for you uh, to basically uh, change those neural networks and uh, prove to yourself that you can learn something new no matter what age you are and with whatever platform is available to you. So thanks again. Tempo says to Skedray.